So happy new year, everybody. Welcome to 2017. I am so grateful that one of the very first things you did this year was get up and come to church. So I know that some people, for some people, New Year's is just a day. It's a construct of the Gregorian calendar system. And for other people, it's a fresh start or a chance to mark the passing of time, to take stock, to look back and look forward. And I personally struggle because I have a foot in both camp, both camps. Um, and no strong personal traditions that I've done every year, so sometimes I'm wondering, what do I do with New Year's? And this year, 11 hours into New Year's, about, I'm taking stock and I'm looking around and I have some bad news, which is that racism still exists, and so does sexism, and there's still climate change, and Russia still interfered with the election, and Carrie Fisher passed away this week. So all of the Facebook posts that I've been seeing saying good riddance, I'm a little bit curious about what they, what they are talking about. But I have some good news too, which is that all of the beauty and all of the love and all of the joy that happened in the last year is still written on our hearts too. And the bad news, or maybe the good news, I'm not actually sure, is that I don't believe there's any such thing as a fresh start. Even as we say goodbye to 2016, however you felt about it personally, politically, we have to work with what we've been left, which is true all the time. We can only choose the path forward from where we stand now, and we don't get to start over and choose a different path from the very beginning, right? But we do get to choose the approach that we take to this work, and we get to choose how we orient our souls to the work that we're working with. Yesterday, I came across a beautiful meditation written by Tess Baumberger. It's called Soul Lift, and I'd like to share it with you. Tess writes, wouldn't it be great if you could take a picture of your soul? Then when your mother wanted to brag about you, she could show people the picture and say, that's my daughter. Doesn't she have a beautiful soul? All sparkly and many colored and flowing around her? Wouldn't it be great if we walked around surrounded by our souls so that the, they were the first things people saw instead of the last things? Then people would judge us by who we really are instead of how we look. Imagine, no more racism, ageism, sexism, fatism, shortism, homophobia, just falling in love with who a person is just by looking at them. It would be a kind of cloaking device, hiding physical faults, defects, or even perfections, I'd want it to be mandatory. Then people would work at making their souls more attractive instead of their bodies or their faces. Imagine people knowing by your soul that you really need a hug. Imagine people helping each other and their souls changing colors or growing. Imagine soul gyms with exercises to get your sagging soul in shape. Imagine long lines forming for soul lifts at churches, temples, mosques, synagogues, or nature's grandest cathedrals. Well, my friends, you've all gotten up this morning on New Year's to come to the UUAC Soul Gym with exercises and small groups and classes to get your soul in shape. No monthly fee, but pledge season is coming up soon. To be totally serious, though, what I love about Tess's poem is that it acknowledges the work that it takes to tend to our souls, and it acknowledges that we need tools and support and practice to do it. 
Research on how people make change in their life and in organizations suggests that just having an intention does not actually create lasting change, that change is in incremental, we know this, but that we need to repeat the process of creating the same change over and over and over again in our lives. And ultimately, some researchers suggest we need to change the fundamental assumptions, those most basic narratives we have about ourselves if we're actually going to change the way we relate to ourselves and to other people. Our patterns and our habits are serving some purpose for us right now. And for me, this is where the work of soul and intention live. Rewriting narratives to read more like, I'm a worthwhile person who is struggling right now, or I'm inherently valuable even if I just said the wrong thing, or not everything depends on me even when I feel like it might. And just like exercise, we need to keep practicing making these changes spiritual practices, right? Changing the narrative again and again and again over the long term if we want to create change. And changing fundamental assumptions, those narratives, requires that we leave something behind often. Grudges, fears, regrets, doubts, negative reactions or relationships. Change requires us to give something up in order to make way for something new. And in order to leave these things behind intentionally, we must make a choice. They might be old stories, relationships, grudges that we feel like shape our identity because somehow they are serving us now, but they are also hindering us from being entirely present, from living fully and wholeheartedly. And sometimes we discover those things that we, we might want to change when we find something in ourselves that we do not feel proud of, something that we want to change to be more compassionate, more focused on justice, more kind, more productive, a better parent, child, or friend. And in order to let those things go that we do not feel proud of in ourselves, that takes some soul work too, to be confessional, confessional and vulnerable. Back to that soul gym, right? Remember, growth isn't always fun or easy, and to acknowledge our growing edges and the rougher places inside of us takes some courage. So beyond the New Year's resolutions that get lifted up on social media, and the ones that ask us to work to conform to a certain body type or a certain health regimen or a certain interpretation of what it means to be a productive member of society, I believe that there is a spiritual side to New Year and to marking the passage of time, a moment to pause and to reflect and to take stock. The spiritual side of me for New Year's does not ask questions of how well we will conform to society's expectations of beauty or productivity. Instead, it asks, what are you learning about your purpose in the world? It's a question of how we are growing and caring for our souls, how we can be braver, wiser, kinder, more compassionate. It asks how we fall short of the being the people we say we want to be, and it asks gently, what can we do to usher ourselves back home to our souls? So in this moment, I'm wondering, this moment of intention setting and pause, what have you learned about your soul in the last year? What have you learned about your purpose in the world? How is your soul? What is your soul longing for next?
Where are the gaps between who you say you want to be and who you are? What is in your way of living a life of deeper purpose and integrity? And what do you have to let go of to move that roadblock that is getting in your way? And what will you lose if you let it go? In a few moments, I'm going to invite us into a ritual of releasing the last year, a sort of refresher for our souls. We pause at the precipice of another year, another year past of experiences, joys, regrets, hurts, accumulated anger, beauty, all of the things. And while we cannot release the circumstances that, we have, brought, that have brought us to this moment today, we can choose how we respond to these circumstances and we can work to let go of the things that keep us to, from responding in our lives in the ways that we intend to. So this morning we will use burning as a symbol of release and transformation from one state to another, a symbol of cleansing and forgiveness and letting go. And as you entered the sanctuary this morning, you received a small slip of paper. Could you raise your hand if you didn't get that? I actually need one up here. Would you bring some up, Molly? Thank you. Does anyone else need them? So this is a piece of flash paper, which is also known as magician's paper. And I invite you to write something on this paper, a word or a phrase that you wish to release with 2016. Molly, could you bring some up to me too? Thank you. Only one? You can write as much as you can fit, or it can be one word that represents many things. Both sides. You can take more than one paper too, we've got plenty. So it could be an experience you have that you don't want to carry forward, thank you. A forgiveness that you want to offer to yourself or another person, a regret that's weighing you down, or a habit that you want to clear out to make space for something new. So I invite you to write that now. In a moment, we will sing together, Return Again, which is hymn number 1011 in the Teal Hymnal. And after we've sung it through twice, I'm going to invite each of you to come forward and light this flash paper, a symbol of the release of that which you don't want to carry from the past year into the next year. So flash paper is also known as magician's paper, as I said, and it's very flammable and also quite safe. So here's how it works. It will light very quickly and without ash or smoke, but when you light it, let go of it quickly. <laughs> it's a good idea, but it won't be the end of the world if you don't. Um, and it, it'll catch flame and then burn out, so I will show you like this. You can, you can fold it up if you'd like, it goes a little faster that way, or you can also give it to me and I will burn it for you. I've practiced it a lot. <laughs> so I invite you to rise in body or spirit and sing Return Again twice through hymn number 1011.
invite you to come forward and keep humming. I invite you to join me in a short prayer. Spirit of renewal, returning year after year to the same day, returning week after week to the same place, inviting us back to the home of our souls, pushing us toward growth, learning, change. Help us to remember that it takes practice to let go, to forgive ourselves and others, to begin again and to be the people we want to be. Deliver us from the false hope that we only have to do it once. And grant us loving companions who hold us to our intentions. Spirit of renewal, help us to remember that we release these things in order that we may experience newness. Because we know that new things might be revealed to each and every one of us each and every day. New knowledge, wonder, tenderness, love. As we enter into this new year, we pray for open hearts and open minds, open to the new world we might encounter, with new ways we might live in the world, with purpose and intention, our souls lightened from that which we have chosen to leave behind this year. May it be so, and amen. <laughs>